Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 291, for Wednesday, August 5th, 2015. This is the BGG Page Views edition, and, as expected, in the wake of Gen Con, there has been a massive surge of new games. We have six new entries to the list, five of them debuts and a massive surge in page views for the first time since February 4th. So, six months. All ten games are above 10,000 views. And our top four are separated by only 1,700, less than 10% of the total of the number one game. And the number four game is the highest number four we have seen since January 14th, which was the last week of what I referred to last winter as the era of high-flying, because we had just crazy high page view totals. You may remember at that time, that was when Imperial Assault was being number one with 50 and 60,000 views. That week, Twilight Struggle was number two with 45,000, and the number four game had 26,000 views. Well, that, that was its own era. But this is a strong showing for the week. Dropping eight spots to number ten is Fury of Dracula by Stephen Hand and Kevin Wilson, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 10,096 views. That's down 31% from last week. I didn't say they were much above 10,000. Our first debut is at number nine, Eldritch Horror, Strange Remnants, by Nikki Valens, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 10,181 views, so less than 100 more than Fury of Dracula. Strange Remnants is the third expansion for the 2013 release Eldritch Horror, currently ranked number 27 on Board Game Geek. The release of the expansion has also boosted the stock of the base game, which this week comes in at number 17. Our second debut is an older title, at number 8, Runebound, 2nd edition, by Martin Wallace and Daryl Hardy, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 10,700 views. Runebound is a fantasy adventure game released in 2005 and is still in the top 500 on BGG. It has reappeared because a 3rd edition has been announced, so... Uh, there's no, there was no third edition page until just a couple days ago, so all of the activity went over to the second edition page, which is why we see it here. At number seven for the second week in a row, Star Wars Imperial Assault by Corey Kaneska, Justin Kempinen, and Jonathan Ying, published by Fantasy Flight Games, so that's four in a row for Fantasy Flight, with 13,900 views. That is a 2,000-view gain and yet it maintains its position. So we see the strength of the list. Now that's a difference of 3,000 views between number 7 and number 8. So a massive gap. These top 7 are a notch above. Sliding 3 spots to number 6, Flick 'em Up by Jean-Yves Montpertuis and Gaetan Beaugenot, published by Pretzel Games with 14,900 views a modest increase of only 3%, and it drops three places. 
Returning after just a week away at number 5, previously charted two weeks ago at number 10, New York 1901 by Chenier LaSalle, published by Blue Orange Games with 15,400 views. It was boosted from uh, its release at Gen Con in addition to a BGG contest. That's way more than it had uh, last week. Two weeks ago when it charted, it had 9,000 views. Last week that dropped to about uh, 4,300, and this week way up to 15,000. Our second longest-running game in the top ten, this is its fourth time on the list, and its third time in a row at number four, Legendary Secret Wars, now additionally subtitled Volume One, by Devin Lowe, published by Upper Deck Entertainment with 18,737 views, a 31% increase only to maintain its position. 18,000, obviously the, I mentioned already, is the highest number four we've had in almost seven months, and that would have been number one a lot of weeks over the last, uh, over the summer and spring, but not this week. Our third debut of the week is at number three, Ashes, by Isaac Vega, published by Plaid Hat Games with 18,944 views edging out Legendary Secret Wars by only 207. Ashes is subtitled Rise of the Phoenix Born, but I am not going to refer to it by that entire title. As I have previously made clear, I think for the most part we can drop all of the subtitles and the colons, and we can just refer to the game by its name, by its simple, shorter name. Unless you have to differentiate, like with an expansion, or if it's got the name Star Wars in there somewhere. Uh, Ashes is an expandable card game, so basically like Fantasy Flight's LCGs, it also includes dice, along with the deck building. It's due in the third quarter, we're in the third quarter, so expected this month or next, but it's available right now for pre-order at the Plaid Hat website. Our fourth debut is at number two. Speaking of Star Wars, it is... Carcassonne, Star Wars, by Klaus Jürgen Reed, published by Hansem Gluck, so no uh, North American distributor yet, 19,747, or 800 more than Ashes for Carcassonne Star Wars. To quote from the BGG page, the known rules of the game are simplified through clever changes that bring an entirely new feel to the game. It is due at Essen. And debuting at number one, this is the second consecutive week with a debut at number one, Codenames by Vlada Kvadl, published by Czech Games Edition with 20,426. A gap of less than 700 back to Carcassonne Star Wars. Again, it was 800 back to Ashes and only 200 back to Legendary. So, as I said, less than 1,700 spanning the top four games. A very hotly contested. Codenames is the 45th different game to hit number one. It is a password-like party game with a spy theme in which team captains are trying to get their teams to reveal the right cards in a tableau by giving clues. It is due in September. Last week, 
was the first time we had games debut at number one and number two in the same week. That never happened before. The two games last week were the Undercity, which this week drops all the way down to number 43, and Fury of Dracula, which slid back to number 10. But even though that had never happened before, it happens again this week, except this time is not just debuts at number one and number two, but also number three. For Wednesday, August 5th, 2015.